What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Pixel Splitters, your absolute favorite movie and TV news uh, podcast. Also, yeah. video tech. Yeah, but mostly movie and TV news. We talk. We do this a little bit every week. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. As always, I am one of your hosts. My name is Willis. And I am the other one of your hosts, and my name is Josh. And yeah, so today we're going to do things a little bit differently. But before we get into that, Josh, uh, do you want to give us your what you've been consuming tidbits there uh, for this week? Yeah, absolutely. So I've got two, obviously. it's it's We both have two every week, so that's, that's a given. Uh, the first one I'm going to go with is Elijah Wood's Armchair Expert episode, which dropped last week, which is... I thought it was awesome. I don't know much about Elijah Wood, but that podcast put it all in perspective. Seems like someone that I would actually love to hang out with, and his laugh is absolutely infectious. It's hilarious. Um, And the other piece of content that I consumed is The Guilty, which is a film by Antoine Fuqua and Mm. stars Jake Gyllenhaal. And I actually really didn't like this movie at all. Like, Really? I was, uh, yeah. A lot of things didn't really work for me, but... There was no one to really root for in the film, in my perspective. Mm. I'm not going to give anything away, but I just didn't feel like I could be behind anyone. Those and are always that the tough was, ones, yeah. It was a tough one, yeah. So I'm like, who's the who's the protagonist if we don't have one? Um, so yeah, that those are my two pieces of content this week. Uh, what do you got this week, Willis? So I've got a couple. One I'll start with is uh, a show you've probably heard of called Last Week Tonight uh, with John Oliver mm. on HBO. Yes. The heir apparent and really the one that picked up the ball from The Daily Show. Uh, and, yes. yeah, every week I, I tune in um, and, yeah, it's some of the stuff that he, he covers is amazing. And he just last week went back to a live studio audience, so you can actually feel the jokes land even harder now. <laughs> so Night with there's actually laughs coming yeah, along with yeah, it. Yeah, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> um, and he reacts off of the audience and all, all things like that. And it's just excellent. The other uh, piece of content that I've been consuming um, is uh, a, mu- a music. It's a music, Josh. Nice. <laughs> One <laughs> is a music. band uh, by the name of Haim? Haim? Yeah. I think, yeah. Yeah, the Haim sisters? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I've been, so uh, what's her name there is in uh, uh, Licorice Pizza. Licorice Pizza, yeah. And kind of got me, like, cued into their music. I'd heard it before, but... I've been listening pretty heavily to uh, which one was it? The um, Women in Music Part Three album this past week. So, mm, okay, hell yeah, good stuff. Gotta gotta listen to more of them. I don't know. I know PTA directed like seven of their music videos mm-hmm. instead of doing movies. So there's yeah. got to be something there. <laughs> yeah, uh, and hence why she's now in the uh, the PT Anderson uh, yeah movie. So that's our four pieces of content for the week uh yeah with that let's uh let's explain kind of what we're doing this week i think we kind of touched on it last week um but i don't know if we actually said it out loud or if we just talked before the podcast yeah Uh, i don't know but there are a whole bunch a whole bunch of movies that are yet to come out this year and it is mid-october I think it's safe to say pretty much mid at this point. And yeah, the 11th when we're recording. Yeah, we've got two and a half months of movies left. So Josh and I are going to run through what our top 10 most anticipated films of the rest of 2021 are going to be. Yes. I feel like we've got to make some clarifiers at the top that this is not like 
necessarily what we think are going to be the best movies. Although, no. given our history there, like I feel like that's not as much of a qualifier as it sounds like. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Because I'm really excited for Clifford the Big Red Dog. Oh, yeah. Big Clifford guy. <laughs> no. Um, so, we're, yeah, we're going to give you our top ten, and then we're going to give you a couple runners-up because it is such an insane season. Um, mm-hmm. And that's going to be the episode. So yeah, we're going to go from ten to one, um, mm-hmm. going back and forth. Uh, and these are all movies that are still marked to come out in 2021. Yes. Some of them are COVID delays. Some of them are streamers. You know, some of them are Netflix originals or Apple originals. Mm-hmm. Some of them are traditional, uh, would be Oscar bait or would be uh, box office smash. So Exactly. All of the above. Yes, I'm. I'm really interested to see what you got here, Josh. This is the first time we're doing something like this. So yeah, we talk a lot about movies, just like in general, but we haven't gone so far as to you know really dive into what we're what we're focusing on for the upcoming uh, couple yeah. months here. So yeah, this is gonna be a good time, guys. Hope you yeah. guys like movies because <laughs> this is gonna be a lot of movies. Here we go. <laughs> yes. So. Let's just start with 10. What do you yes. got for number 10, Willis? Oh, you're going to make me go first? Oh, I can go first. All I right. First hey, I'm, I'm hosting this week, but I'll, I'll yeah. kick it off, you know. <laughs> um, so my number 10, and I will, I, I know we just did qualifiers, but like this list is not at all what I thought it was going to be. No. When I looked at like the list of, I think, the 30 some odd movies that we had to pick from, I was like, oh, okay, I feel like I'm going to kind of be like that. But mm-hmm. uh, this is where I landed, and... Um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see how it's going. My number ten is Spencer. Yes. Uh, the Kristen Stewart uh, Princess Diana biopic. I am at. Yeah, I get full yes. biopic. Yeah, I would call it a biopic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm super jazzed for this movie. I have been saying for a while that I feel like Kristen Stewart is capable of a lot more than she gets credit for. I think she's still carrying a lot of Twilight baggage around with her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But she is actually a really talented actress who yes. kind of doesn't give a fuck anymore. Uh, yes. Not like in, you know, doesn't care about what she's doing, but like doesn't care what people think of her anymore. And mm-hmm. she is absolutely unrecognizable in this trailer. It's, it's crazy how much she looks like Diana in this. Um, yeah. I, there was like one or two frames that I was like, okay, that, yeah, that's Kristen Stewart. But like one or two frames is like nothing. Yeah, out of a whole trailer? Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah, yeah. So, and it's like, a, you know, you know it's going to be a compelling story. It's... Um, Pablo Lorraine. Yes, Pablo Lorraine, directed by, written by Stephen Wright, Stephen Knight. So I'm, uh, th- yeah, that's my that's my number 10. It's a good number 10. It's also on my list somewhere. Okay. It will be a mystery until we get there. It will be. Uh, It'd be and hilarious yeah, if I, that was your number one. I was just like... <laughs> complete our, our <laughs> yeah our lists are opposite each other <laughs> and we never had this podcast again because we realized we have absolutely indifferent taste in music exactly <laughs> no i uh that's a perfect movie that's um yeah i'm i'm so excited for that film uh yeah Kristen stewart i can't i can't wait to see what she's really made of because it's been a long time for her and this will <laughs> be see. this will be an oscar nomination for sure easy easy what's your number 10 josh so my number 10 is one that i did not think i would be putting on my list at all and it's red rocket which is a film by Sean Baker, yeah. who, if you don't know, did Tangerine and the Florida Project. So he's got a very specific style of filmmaking and writing. Yeah. Um, stars Simon Rex as a washed-up porn star who returns like to his hometown, and nobody really like wants him <laughs> wants <cares>? him there. Yeah. <laughs> and it looks 
like a really, really good time. It looks funny. Yeah. It looks like it's got heart, and I know it does have heart because it's Sean Baker, and everything he does just like tears you apart emotionally. Sean Baker um, really sells like what you're going to get from this movie. Exactly, and like his he does portraits really well of people, like not like like yeah. photography portraits, but like a film portrait of someone. He he really he dives into the characters, and I think that this is perfect. Simon Rex is another guy that I'm like. Yeah, he kind of has never had a chance, I don't think. He's yeah. been in a lot of, like, he's been in, like, scary movie and, like, uh, just a whole bunch of not not great stuff. And so I think this is going to be a really good opportunity for him to kind of show what he's made of. And also, yeah. I heard when this premiered at Con, it had both walkouts and a standing ovation. So that can Impressive. only mean something really... Divisive, something, yeah. <laughs> something one of a kind is on screen. And yeah, I, I don't know if this is even getting like a wide release or not, but I'm yeah. going to try and find it don't because find it. I'm very, very into this film. Just from the trailers, it looks like something that I've never seen before. Yeah, for sure. This this one is not on my list, but I will say I like I it was on there a couple times. Yeah. Because I hadn't heard a lot about it, but then like you start reading into it and you're like, oh, oh. Right. Oh. Um, which yeah. <laughs> unfortunately seems to be like something that like it, the more you look into any movies that are still coming out this year, you're like, Oh, so. true. Everything looks amazing. Yeah. Yes. But yeah. So, so my number 10 is red rocket and fingers crossed, fingers crossed, man. Yeah. Do you want to go like back and forth? Like, do you want to do your number nine now? And then we'll, Oh, I'll do my nine and then my eight and then we'll kind of like snake our way up. Yeah, we can do that for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's go right on to nine, and my number nine is House of Gucci, ah. directed by Sir Ridley Scott. Yes. Uh, he's Sir, right? Sir Ridley Scott, yeah, I think? Yeah, sure. yeah, he's gotta be. <laughs> if he's not, um, get on that. Come on, Queen. yeah, what are you talking about? Yeah, Queen. But yeah, House of Gucci, I think everybody knows what this is about at this point, but it's basically depicts like the aftermath and all of the events leading up to the murder of Gucci, head of the yes. Gucci fashion house, by his ex-wife, who is portrayed by Lady Gaga. And this film, so I, I went to see James Bond last night, and this is one of the trailers that I saw on the big screen, and I don't think I'd seen it before. And just the, 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 the cards of the actors popping up, Academy Award nominee, every single one is Academy Award nominee, yeah. and I was like, just that alone is pretty impressive. Like, that alone would sell me on this movie if it wasn't already Ridley Scott, if it wasn't people that I actually enjoy watching on screen. And again, I don't know if this is going to be good. It, it could be terrible or it could yeah. be incredible. And I don't know, you know, but I'm very, I mean, Al Pacino looks awesome. I don't, Jared Leto, you know. Jared Leto, it'll be interesting. <laughs> so like, yeah, I, House of Gucci also on my list, but I won't say where. Yeah, it's one of those things that I'm like, this, if nothing else, is going to be the darling baby of the Oscars this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like everything about it screams like this is going to be nominated for like 11 Oscars and take home like five or something yep. like that. You know what I mean? The uh, Jared Leto character, I'm really curious about because it could be amazing or it could be one of those Jared Leto pushing a little too far. Yeah. Because I feel like he toes that line and a lot of times he doesn't really tow it well. He crosses it more yeah. often than not, in my opinion. <laughs> but then you get things like Dallas Buyers Club where you're like, oh, wow. like spot. So it's it's tough to say, but like... It seems that one seems a little goofy to me, but yes. he goes for it. No matter what he does, he goes for it. So I'm hoping this is a film that lends itself to him just absolutely 110 percent going for it because it yeah. looks. I mean, he's in full prosthetic, like it, yeah. it's it's a whole thing. Um, 
So who knows? I again, just the fact that Ridley Scott's attached, I could have known nothing else, and it probably yeah, would have been and that makes somewhere. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I I've got high hopes, and I hope it. Yeah, I hope it lives up to it. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. This is coming out relatively soon, I think. Yeah, I want. No, I, th- I want to say Thanksgiving. Yeah, November, the end of November. Yeah. Okay, which so not, I, like all of it's relatively close. Yeah, you know. it's true. It's true. It's two months out. But yeah, so that's my that's my number nine. What do you got, Willis? My number nine is a Netflix show. Show, not show, movie. I was like, woo, okay, uh, so that I'm <laughs> way off now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm changing the rules. Favorite two, album? Two picks in, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, uh, mine is a, a Netflix film called uh, The Harder They Fall, mm. um, which this one also toyed. This was at like 11 and 12 a little bit, then came back up as I sort of messed with it. Um, but this is a Western Starring seemingly pretty much every black actor or actress working in Hollywood currently. Pretty much, yeah. Um, but like big standout of Jonathan Majors, um, who seems to be incredible in it, and uh, O'Keefe Stanfield, who seems Legend. to be absolutely amazing. Okay, uh, led by Idris Elba and Regina mm-hmm. King, uh, directed by James Samuel, um, which. Very, like a very stylistic director. Um, Anything? As a director, not a lot. Um, this is, I think, his fourth. Um, oh, wow, no. Okay, so seemingly not. So on his IMDb here, in 2017, he did a short with Jay-Z, um, and They oh. Die by Dawn is his only other feature credit. Okay, interesting. Which seemed to be, seems to be another kind of Western thing. But Interesting, okay. I, I think there's... Um, a lot of style going on here that I think oh, is going to play God. really, really well. And I think like it, I think it's Netflix tends to have really, really Oscar worthy contenders and then really, really like popcorn movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think this is kind of finding a nice middle ground there. So I'm super excited for it. Absolutely. This is one that kind of flew under the radar for a, a while. I, I didn't know. I think you brought it up to me first, and I was like, "What? I don't have, like. Where did the Idris Elba yeah. is starring in like a a western? Yeah. Why did the, Why did this not come across my my desk? Yeah, this looks this looks incredible. And again, the, just the cast alone, I'm like, just sign me up. They don't. You don't yeah. get all of these people in a room and have them read a terrible script. Yeah. Like, come on now. <laughs> yeah. So. I don't know that I would say this is the biggest one that I'm kind of like, this could go either way. Like it looks really cool. I'm really on board with like the casting and everything, but it could be a bad. Yeah. Yeah. You never know. And that's November as well. Right. Yeah. November 3rd. Damn. Netflix, man. They, like you said, they really kind of go, they, they play the whole gamut. They're like trash. And then absolutely, you know, you got Scorsese and and Fincher on there. Yeah. It it makes me feel like it's like, there's like one person at Netflix and you know, whoever that is, I don't know. But then they are like, have 18 different people that report to them. That's like one that's like, let's become the best in drama. Let's become the best in like serialized TV shows. Let's become the best in reality TV. Let's become like, and they all just like (laughs) make sure they're covering everything. So yeah, I think you're a hundred percent right on that. Harder they fall, my number nine. My number eight is Licorice Pizza. Yes, this is also on my list. Which looks amazing. Like, this is the thing. I'm like, now I'm at like eight, and I'm like, here are all movies that I, I think look amazing. Not that I don't think my first, two, like, my first two aren't, but like, I'm like, look, it's P.T. Anderson. Yeah, come on. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> I was thinking about this earlier, and I'm like, I feel like the biggest credit I can say to P.T. Anderson movies is I remember like, 
where I was in my life the first time I saw one. Like, I remember very specifically where I was in my life when I went and saw There Will Be Blood for the first time or Punch yeah. Your Glove for the first time. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, I, like, I remember that night. Do yeah. You know what I mean? Um, so like, it's an event. Know, yeah, it's like a, you know, we talk so much about like blockbusters, but you're right. It's like an event. It's like, here's something that you're going to like carry with you for a very long time. Yeah. Absolutely. And I'm super on board. Like I was saying, the cast looks incredible. Haim? What is it? Haim? 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 I think it's Haim. Haim? Okay. Haim. That's what I've been led to believe. I don't know. (laughs) I'm I'm old. I'm craving the old card there. (laughs) It's okay. But she looks amazing. Um, Was it Cooper Hoffman? Mm -hmm. Son of Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yep. Looks great. The cinematography is amazing. I was staring at it and I'm like... I'm sure it was shot on film, but this looks like it was shot on film, which I think is something you could say of any P.T. Anderson movie. But True, but this is very specific, like, because it was supposed yeah. to be in, like, the 70s. The 70s, and it's just yeah. so specific, and it, you're right. It, it, like, as soon as it started, I'm like, oh, this is clearly shot on film. Yeah, like, very it's clearly. weird. I was, like, going through the list, and I'm like, why does my brain have a different mental image of licorice pizza than, like... Same! Everything else! <laughs> like, licorice pizza, even the name makes it feel like it's, like, more, like filmy in analog i don't know what 100 percent. yeah there's something about this that's really got me got me into it so paul thomas anderson i mean need i need we say more yeah, i mean like, come on <laughs> it's crazy and you're right i mean i remember vividly when i saw boogie nights and when i saw yeah i mean there's there's just he is one of those filmmakers that and i've heard other filmmakers talk about him before he's just a pure like cinema auteur like yeah. he is just someone who has He's just a, he's as perfect to a director as you can get. And it's, it's, uh, I honestly, I kind of liked Soggy Bottom better than Licorice yeah. Pizza in terms of a, a title, but I, I'll deal with it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Still same, like, same kind of vibe. Like, it, the, it's the yeah. same kind of title. Like, exactly. you get the same, like, gut feeling from Licorice Pizza that you do from, like, Soggy Bottom. Right. You're like, you what know? is going on here? Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Licorice Pizza is also, of course, on my list as well. Uh, but at what number? At what number, dear listener? We'll see. We'll have to wait and see. Yes. What is your number eight? Is it Licorice mine, Pizza? <laughs> it, mine, no, it's not Licorice Pizza. <laughs> my number eight. And now that we're past these three, I'm like, oh, I, I'm very excited yeah. to see what all, the rest of it is. Yeah. So my number eight is uh, Don't Look Up, which is the Adam McKay film. Yes. Uh, starring Leo and Jennifer Lawrence and Kate Blanchett and Meryl Streep and Timothy Chalamet and uh, another one of these insane ensembles, which yes. I think it's like actors haven't been working for two years. So everyone's like, oh my God, like, let's just, we're all going to do uh, all yeah, of these yeah, films. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I know we spoke a couple weeks ago about our thoughts and feelings on the tone and it's growing on me. Like I watched the trailer yeah. again today and I'm understand, like I get it. And I always tend to forget or not forget, but I place it back in my mind that Adam McKay was a comedy director and a comedy writer for years. I mean, he broke, that's what he got famous for was Step Brothers and Talladega Nights. Yeah. And then he just recently started doing these things. So, and, and Anchorman. One well, Anchorman. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, but, I think that he's going to be able to marry those two things. And it's yeah. been labeled as like a, a black comedy, like a dark comedy. So it's not supposed, it's supposed to be funny, but it's also supposed to be like fucked up. <laughs> so, um, I mean, that's kind of all I need to, all I need to hear. Funny and leaving you feeling horrified. Yeah. 
Exactly. And it has to do with climate change, which is, I'm sure, half the reason Leo's in it in the first place. Yeah. And, like, <laughs> and yeah, I'm just very excited to see what this movie is, especially since it's premiering on Netflix. I'm like, this is a very, very and in big, theaters, which and makes, in theaters. you know, but like, that's like the afterthought kind of thing. I'm like, most yeah. people will see this on Netflix. Like, yeah. that's just how it is. Yeah. Um, so I'm just, uh, I, I, I've got excitement. I can't, I, who, who knows what this is going to be? Another one where I'm like, fucking Ariana Grande is in this movie. So it's like, <laughs> yeah. who knows? Matthew Perry is in this movie. Like, <laughs> and you know, my hopes are high is yes. what I'm, is what I'm going for. I will say, uh, don't look up, not on my list. Really? It almost yeah. wasn't on mine either. And then you put it on the thing. And I was like, <laughs> and I was like Shit. also all these, yeah. <laughs> so like, I am super, and like this is, again, I feel like I'm going to say this about every movie you talk about, but like, there are so many of these things that are like, like a sliver up or down, like just, sure. but like, there's some about it that I'm just like, I'm going to watch it, but like. And maybe I need to watch the trailer again, but the tone's not hitting for me. I'm just kind of like, this is going to be a weird, like, it makes me think, did you see the Big Short? Yeah. Big Short, great movie, but, like, kind of just, like, going down the middle of the road in terms of, like, stylistic. Oh, yeah. You know? Uh, so, don't look It was up. no Wolf not, of Wall Street, and it was no yeah. Moneyball. Yeah. 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 100%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know. It's I'm, I'm jacked for it, but I, I'm, I, there's a lot of stuff coming out right now. Right. And that was the thing. I was like... The fact that he's going more, steering more, and did you see Vice, by the way? I did not see Vice, no. That one worked a little bit less than uh, what we just said, Big The short. Big Short, yeah. did for me, which is why I'm like, oh, since he's pivoting into comedy again. Is he like course correcting, you think? I think he's course correcting, and I think that this is going to be a culmination of everything he's like generally learned over the past yeah. like seven to ten years. And yeah, I think it's going to be. Of a, of a filmmaker. Yeah. Exactly. And that's why I'm like, oh, shit, this is going to be something else. <laughs> yeah. 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 All right. So that brings us to seven, your seven. which is my seven. Yeah. So I feel like, hold on, I have to like draw this on my piece of paper so that I remember what the hell's going on. <laughs> I know, I'm just like going backwards, but I'm like lost. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So my number seven is The Eternals, which I kind of thought was going to be higher on my list. Mm -hmm. But again, there's just so many things coming out that I I, I could not. I tried so hard today to put this higher, and I just couldn't do it. Eternals also on my list, and I had the same experience. Yeah, yeah, it's just... So, directed by Chloe Zhao, stars Gemma Chan, Richard Madden, Kumail Nanjiani, Brian Tyree Henry, Kit Harrington. It's going to be, yeah, it's just another MCU installment where we get to meet this seemingly, like, I don't know. They've been around forever, apparently. Yeah. 7,000 years. Yeah, the Eternals have been around forever. Um and again, I don't have to explain. My excitement doesn't come from the story. It just comes from the fact that it's Chloe Zhao and yeah. the fact that it's another MCU film that looks different. And yeah. I wasn't sure exactly how to feel about this before we saw the trailers. And then I saw the trailers and I was like, oh shit, no. Yeah. This is going to be different. Like Shang-Chi was different, but it was still an MCU. Like you walk out of that like, yeah, that was clearly an MCU film. Yeah. This one feels very different and I really want another Marvel movie that just completely like breaks the mold. Like I, I, I need that for me to get really excited again. Yeah. And yeah, I, this, this went from between five and eight on my list. I couldn't. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, so with, <laughs> with Eternals for me, like I was like, as I was writing in my list and as it didn't get very high, I was like, why? And 
I, I'm choosing to look at it is I still have a legitimate taste in high quality films. Like I know I'm yeah, getting like, like into, I'm getting into like <laughs> Scorsese territory here because like yeah. yes, the MCU films are all films and things like that. But like, like you go to an MCU film for a very specific purpose, whereas you go to see Spencer for a very different purpose, kind of thing. Hundred percent. And like, it, it, like doing this list made me excited that I'm like, oh, my taste hasn't just deteriorated into popcorn movies but which like i love popcorn movies but like i want to be able to appreciate experiencing those deeper uh deeper things you yeah know? you don't want to just be giving disney money every time you go to yeah. the theater like <laughs> star wars so. or otherwise you know yeah 100 percent. i'm on board with that and that's another reason why i'm like it's hard to get so excited about these mcu movies in this day and age post yeah. to end game yeah because that felt like the conclusion and it was like yes. okay so now we're gonna keep going and not just keep going, but we're going to have seven MCU movies this year. Okay. That's seems like a lot, but okay. <laughs> well, the interesting thought that I had was, uh, I am about as excited for Eternals as I was for Captain America, the first Avenger. Mm, okay. Which is a weird comparison. Cause I'm like, yeah, like when you, in the grand scheme of things, I'm like, that movie isn't a huge, that's a world building movie of like how yeah. Cap got to the future. Exactly. So I don't know. So that is your number seven. Right? Yes, yes. What do you got? My number seven, uh, we already talked about, is House of Gucci. Yes! (laughs) Like I said, I I think going to be the the Oscar darling this year. I think everyone will talk about it. Everyone who just sees movies when they're told to by the Academy will be all about this movie. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you know the people I'm talking about. They're like, "Oh man, you, have you heard all the talk around like House of Gucci? It's right. such a great movie." And you're like, "Yeah, it's, no, it's it's great." It's you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes, the I say this kind of go. Suddenly, with the fear pops in the back of my head that that's just me. But no, come on now. The fact that we're doing this <laughs> podcast alone. <True. laughs> um. So yeah, I mean, House of Gucci, like it, it's going to be a powerhouse. Like, no yeah, it's inevitable. What, you know? It's inevitable. Al Pacino, come on. Al Pacino. <laughs> Let's go. Lady Gaga. Exactly. Such a weird concept to me that, not that Lady Gaga isn't, hasn't always been an amazing artist, but like that we're like, oh yeah, like serious actor Lady Gaga. Yeah. Like Academy Award nominee Lady Gaga. It came up as the panel. I was like, yeah, that was the biggest flex in the whole the fact that it was just bam, bam, title card, title yeah. card, title card, nominee, nominee. I was like, come on, did, Ridley. <laughs> this was Ridley doesn't have an Oscar, right? Does he? Does it say nominee for him? Oh, he's definitely nominated. I don't know. Um, you know, I might I be, did, I I might be know. completely off my rocker because the more I think about this, the more I'm like, no way. I'd be like hyper aware of the fact. But wait, hold on, hold on. Let's see. Nominated for four Oscars. He's never won though. Best direct, nominated best director for Thelma and Louise. Gladiator, Martian, probably right. Black Hawk Down and The Martian, yeah. But never won. I, I get that. <laughs> Damn. Just, <All> right. <laughs> just judging by those movies and what those years were like, yeah. going in my mind, I kind of understand. Well, and it's also it's a weird thing because like Gladiator did win Best Picture that year, so like true, true. He he has won, just not for Best Director, right? Which is such um, a like how which do you, I guess the, one the trailer must say Academy Award winner Ridley Scott then because. He technically did win. Yeah. It's like Academy Award winning writer Ben Affleck. Like, 
Yeah. True. He did. Yeah. He won. True. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. You're, you're totally right. Yeah. So yeah, that those title cards. I was and like, I think Dude. doesn't Gaga have one for the best song? Probably. I honestly I don't, don't know. Anyway, we're getting way too much into this. We've already talked about House of Gucci. So that just shows you how excited we are. Yeah. It's going to be good. It's so excited. It didn't break the top five for either of us. <laughs> Neither of us. That means the rest are going to be fucking nuts. So, uh, well, this is actually working out well because my number six, because it's my turn to say six now, right? So mine, oh, I get it. I'm the one that goes up one and then you go over and no, no, that's not how, anyway. We both go over and up one. Yeah, I, I drew, I drew it on my, oh wait, I can't show you my paper because you'll see all my, <laughs> I drew it on my close. paper and, and, no, ooh, that was a close and one. it totally makes sense. But so my number six, uh, to, to keep us going here is Eternals, mm-hmm. which same thing. I like, I was like, like you look at this list and I'm like, all right, well, like it's going to be. The Marvel properties are massive. Like, I'm going to be so excited for those. But right. I think the highest it ever got was five, and then it, it same. I, I knocked it down. So Yeah, it's just too much coming out. Like, you can't. If that was just Eternals and, like, that was it, then yeah. it would be, you know, top five easy. But it's just... It's weird if it was, like, going to be, like, a Chloe Zhao, like, Avengers, like, characters that mm. we know, or, like, a, oh. like, then I'd be, like, Yes, give me all the shit that I'm familiar with in like yep. a really pretty, well made package. Like, exactly. But it's just there's a lot of different things culminating on this film, yeah. and the fact that it even hits our top ten is yeah. interesting because it's not IP that either of us know, right? Like, yeah, I don't know no. these guys. It does have a crazy, amazing. Like everybody, well, I'd say like sixty to seventy percent of that cast is recognizable. Yeah. Oh, if not more. I mean, and I the did, main I, the main cast. You mean? Yeah. 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 And I read an article the other day that was like, how on earth is Angelina Jolie in a Marvel property? Arguably the biggest star in a Marvel property. Yes, but she's been doing this for the past like five years. She was doing like Maleficent. Like she's yeah. been doing all these weirder, like bigger, I think just trying to, but she, she steered in, when does Angelina, well, we after this, we can steer into another thing. Sure. But, Angelina Jolie has been like that for a very long time. Like, does she ever do anything that's like Academy Award, like easy? easy? Well, so there were, th- she, she made her dive into directing, I remember, which I was like, uh, yeah. But she, and she does, she does show up in things. Like, it's weird because I think of her early career as more of a indie kind of world. Yeah. And then, she was like basically discovered. I, I guess I would say probably for Tomb Raider. Yeah. And then after that, it was kind of like, oh yeah, here's this massive star that's like, here's Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Here's um, Salt. Like all these like. Yep. Beowulf. 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 <laughs> Wanted. Yeah. Robert yep. Zemeckis. Yeah. <laughs> so it's weird, but yeah, I think of like hackers or like um, pushing tin. You know, like these oh, smaller yeah. movies where she was like really good, but like really kind of punk rock. True. Mm-hmm. Yeah, back in like the nineties. Yep, yep. But interesting. She's had a weird run of it recently. <laughs> but yeah, I suppose now that you say that, I'm like, I'm not. We can't be surprised that she's in like some kind of Hollywood kind of thing because that's what she does a lot, right? Relatively yeah. speaking, but it's like more like a, she does a lot of action stuff. Maybe not always the top tier thing, yeah. but it it does surprise me that it kind of took her this long to get introduced. Because yeah. I'm like, yeah. She seems like she would have been someone that they would have, you know, actively tried to to pick up. Which maybe it's true, you know. 
but who knows? Yeah, it's tr- you know. I'm sure there's a handful of of actors out there that Marvel's been eyeing for a long time. I feel oh, like yeah. Christian Bale was one of them, uh, and they finally nabbed him for I think what for Guardians Three. Yeah, from what I know, yeah. But anyway, we're talking about Marvel again. Let's let's get back to our lists. It's true. Um, it's true. Here we go. So that's so that was your seven. That was my six. So that's that to six. you for your number six. Okay, so my number six is uh, Last Night in Soho, which is an Edgar Wright film. Yes, which I am a huge fan of. So no matter what he puts out, it's going to be something that I'm looking forward to. I think the last thing he did was Baby Driver, if I'm not Yeah, I mistaken. think that was his last directed piece, yeah. Yeah, and he was supposed to do Ant-Man, which I'm salty about, but, you know. Uh, you know, we got Anya Taylor-Joy in this, which, again, like, I'm not super familiar with her yeah. her, her talent. I know she clearly has it, because she's fucking in everything right now, so that's amazing. So, um, and also... Bankable. I can't... I don't know how to pronounce the other girl's name. Thom- Thomason? I don't know how to pronounce Possibly, her first name. I don't, I don't either. She's also so good. I saw her in Old for the first time, and she was fucking phenomenal in that movie. And so I'm just, I'm super stoked for that. And also, this is dark. Edgar yeah. Wright tends to not do that type of stuff. He t- he takes dark stuff and makes it fun, which is like kind of yes. weird. So, yeah. I will say this is not on my list. Yeah. Uh, but this is, spoiler alert, this is one of my honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. because I want so desperately to be super excited about this movie, but I'm not like a big like horror guy. And I, yeah. like, I was just like, I'm not like, I'm going to see it. Cause I love me some Edgar Wright. Sure. And I would argue like his stuff does get like, when you get into the weeds of hot fuzz, that's a dark oh, God. movie. It's actually really disturbing. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, like, like that's the thing I'm like, I know what he's like capable of in terms of that kind of stuff. But yeah, like with the f- more fun and quirky, I'm sure that's what like the first act will be. But um, yeah, yeah, I, I'm like, I want to be really super excited about this. Like if this was not like a horror thriller, I would be, it would be like in my top five. True. And that's you know? why I fi- I figured I was like, this could be in his top 10, but I doubt it just because of the fact that it's, it's yeah. this tone. And actually I'm kind of glad that he didn't get sucked into the Marvel machine because it, he gets to do stuff like this. Like yeah. I think that if he was roped into four Ant-Man movies, like... I don't know. Maybe interesting. <laughs> I, I think they, they'd have a hard time getting him into four. True. You know what maybe I mean? Like, like maybe two. I don't know. I think of like Kenneth Branagh, who only got one Thor movie. Or no, I guess he got two Thor movies. But his two Thor movies sucked. So like. Yeah. Um, Branagh yeah. did not have a yeah. good run there. But Favre like, only arguably did one, a great. Or, no, he did two. He no, did, he did two. two. Yeah. I guess it, it tends to be two. Like Branagh. Uh, Whedon. Wheaton did two. The Russos did um, three? The Russos did... No, they, they did four, maybe. Four, well, yeah, two Avengers, a Cap. And then, yeah. Oh, did they do both Civil War and Winter Soldier? Yeah, yeah, that's what it was, because they did Winter Soldier and swept, knocked everybody off their feet, and then yep. okay, their, so they had their run. Yeah. We're talking <laughs> about Marvel again. Yeah, I know, everything <laughs> goes back to Marvel. Yeah. Okay, Last uh, Night in Soho. Last Night in Soho. I'm super excited. <laughs> that's your number six, right? That's my number six. Yeah. Um, and again, it's Edgar Wright, and he's never let me down. So, and again, looks like not again. I haven't said this yet, but looks gorgeous. Yes, yeah, he's a filmmaker with some serious style. So, it, it, I'm just excited to see what he brings to all of this stuff. This will be a movie that I see. Like a lot of horror movies, I'm like, I'm like, I'm gonna strap myself down and watch this because yeah. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm not gonna not be conversant in an Edgar Wright movie. So, exactly, especially when he's diving into this territory. Regardless, yeah. it's like, oh, that's just interesting to see. All right, number five. Here we go. Yes, this is, we're got? getting down. We're to We're getting it. the top five. We're halfway through. Everybody, 
Hope you're all still with us. We are halfway through. I feel like we're going pretty quick. I think so. I, yeah. I haven't even been looking at the clock, so who uh, knows? Me neither. Who cares? <laughs> yeah, whatever. Stay with us. So my number five is, what again, between one and five, it was a hard, well, one wasn't hard, but between five and two, that was hard. Yeah. Number five for me is The Matrix Resurrections. Okay. And directed by Lana Wachowski, or Wachowski, I think it's Wachowski. And, I mean, this was going to be on my list no matter what, just because of the hype and because I love The Matrix and I love Keanu Reeves. And this seems to be both a departure from what The Matrix was and mm-hmm. also just coming right back into what it was again. Yeah. It seems like an like a true reimagining of this type of world with updated effects. That's the one thing that I'm yeah. like, dude, I cannot wait to see what they do with the fight scenes in this film. Yeah. Because they're obviously, I mean, not both the Wachowski's uh, sisters are not in on this one, but no matter what they push boundaries and this, I just cannot wait to see what they do. I mean, I hope they don't do another bullet time type thing, but if they do sure. something that's I mean, just you know it'll be pushing there, boundaries. Like, yeah. Yeah. I know. <laughs> well, have you seen, there's like, there's video out there of, so there's the final scene in the trailer where presumably Neo and Trinity are like jumping off of a building. Yeah. They actually had stunt people jumping off of buildings. Like they had it all rigged up like on like a 37 story building. Yes. Yes. And like, so it's like, there's like a level of pushing the, the limits to this. And the thing I'm excited about for this, that I was thinking about earlier, and this is also on my list. Um, but again, I won't tell you where. Yeah. <laughs> the thing that I'm super excited about this is, with the, the sequels to The Matrix, with The Matrix Reloaded and The Matrix Revo- Revolutions? Revelations? Yeah. I don't know. Revo- Revolutions. It got a little heavily obsessed with the world outside of The Matrix. Yeah. Which I always thought was kind of its like downfall of... like like The stuff in The Matrix where they... Is always the, has always been the more appealing thing to me, at least. And this yeah, seems totally. to be much more focused about the world inside the matrix and what these characters do in the, these boundaries and things like that. So, yes. Uh, yeah, I'm, this movie is going to be epic. This movie is going to be, uh, what probably possibly one of the best trailers I've ever seen. Literally uh, cut of yeah. like, like the perfect balance of like nostalgia and not really telling a story and building like an atmosphere. It's so good. Yeah. They showed you just enough to get you going, and they really didn't have to show anything, but like they showed you just enough to be like, oh man, this is going to be something. Yeah. This is going to be an event. And I will say, I'm kind of surprised that this movie is here so suddenly. I feel yeah. like I knew in the back of my head that they were making another Matrix movie, but I figured it was like a 2023 thing. You know what yeah. I mean? Not like a month and a half, and Not like, 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 we're oh, sitting yeah. in the theater. Hey, oh, it's going to be here in December. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, December 22nd for the Matrix Resurrections. But Well, and this trailer dropped. I mean, the teaser dropped very recently, like yeah. within the last 2-3 months, and then it was just the trailer or the teaser and then it was that that was it. Mm-hmm. Like that was we're, we're, we're yeah. to the races. I feel like we'll um, get another one, but I don't know if I'm going to watch it. Part of me almost doesn't want to, yeah, right? Cuz I don't want them to spoil they, they that's what happens. And that's what happened with Bond. That's what happens all the yeah. time is like they just try and put too much in to get people excited. Dude, it's the Matrix Four. People are going to be excited. Like, yeah, people are already <laughs> excited. Yeah, yeah. Keanu's back. Carrie Ann Moss is back. Come on, yeah, yeah. Abdul Mateen is Morpheus. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> that'll be a really interesting. Which, yeah, that'll be a interesting how they explain that kind of thing. But oh yeah, and I'm like, huh? I, I, I'm confused. Hey, but... <laughs> it could be, you know, they could have rebooted the Matrix or something. Exactly. Exactly. 
What do you got? What's so your five? We're on my number. My number five is Nightmare Alley. Yes. So all that stuff I was saying a minute ago about not really like liking like the horror movie aspect and things like that. <laughs> all falls apart. All goes out the window as soon as I saw this trailer. I've watched this trailer probably a dozen times. Uh, Bradley <laughs> Cooper looks so good in it. Willem Dafoe yeah. looks amazing. So good. And it's Guillermo del Toro. Like I know. It's absolutely. I, I, this is another one that just kind of like they're like, oh yeah. Also, this mo- this movie's coming out this this year, uh, and, and I'm like, I'm so obsessed with it. I'm like, and Kate Blanchett too. That's the other one who doesn't appear to age. By the way, I know. I don't get it. It's crazy. She, she's uh, yeah, timeless. Truly. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I this I, I have nothing else to say. I'm just like this movie looks amazing to me and i want it so bad yeah this this one was one of the ones that was on my list up until we added the netflix movies on and then it had to go on to my my honorable mentions because yeah it's just again guillermo del toro hasn't made something since shape of water yeah like dude and i've been waiting for him to really get into something like this because before that it, it was like he did a lot of Hellboy stuff, and he did Pacific Rim, which I'm a huge fan of Pacific Rim, and I even like Hellboy to some extent, but I want to see him get back into his, like, horror roots, you know, going back into that, yeah, I just, Devil's Backbone, yeah, Yeah. Pan's Labyrinth, like, I want to see him get dark, and I think this is going to be it, and it's super stylized, and yeah. I'd forgotten that that was him uh, for Pacific Rim. Yeah, Yeah, right? that That seems out of character. Totally out of character, but but yeah, and I love that movie. But yeah, um, Nightmare well, yeah, Alley. Sure, but not yeah. It's you can't. It, it's weird to say Pan's Labyrinth and uh, Pacific Rim. Pacific Rim are by the same director. It's true. It's true. But yeah, so good choice on number five. Yes, cool. Uh, my number four is Tick Tick Boom. Yeah, nice. Uh, which is one of those that's like probably wouldn't necessarily make the top 10 of a lot of people's lists but i have like a very deep connection with like rent and jonathan larson and i think this is a oscar uh vehicle for andrew garfield for sure i I don't know there's like so much in contention here that i'm like i feel like it might get missed but i am so about it i've been listening to the tick tick boom uh original cast recording Pretty much since the first trailer came out in like June. Nice. Um, and this is, yeah, this is the one that I'm like, I look at this movie and I'm like, I know this doesn't belong among all of these other, like, like it's a musical amongst like a list with Ridley Scott and Guillermo del Toro and P.T. Anderson and like. And it's higher than them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's so like, I know that a lot of people probably won't agree with my choice for that, but. Um, it's your list, man. Hey, it's, it's your list. list. And is this um, a Netflix exclusive, or is this going to be a simultaneous? This is a Netflix. Ooh. Yeah. Or no, they did. They are releasing it in theaters. Okay, okay, okay. But gotcha. like limited. Yeah, gotcha. So it's not like yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. It's one of those. It has to come out in one movie theater to qualify. Yeah, be, yeah. So, like, that's why release. I think we're going to get an Andrew Garfield Oscar push for it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if he's got a chance against like. Oh, interesting to look at. I guess Adam Driver for Gucci. Potentially, but I mean, oh, that's, that's an interesting, an interesting one. Huge, yeah, not a huge. Let me look at the bigger list here. It's it's really not much, actually. Like Leo doesn't have a big bid this year. Like, don't look up maybe, well, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But like again, I don't think that it's not like a fucking Calvin Candy performance. I don't think. 
Well, oh no, yeah, we're getting like King Richard. That's going to be the big one. Ah, uh, that's right. And yeah. uh, the tragedy of Macbeth. Yeah, and even Serrano. Some, yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, and Dune, I'm sure, is going to have some. Yeah. yeah. Okay. You're but right. So, I think it's. I think. I think there'll be a push to nominate him. I'm hoping he pulls it out. Yeah. But that's that's where I'm at. Insanely talented Andrew Garfield. You know. Yes. Forever hunting for that uh, kind of movie that he's good in. <laughs> sounded like some shade there but you know no no i mean it in the best possible way but it's like i feel like he does these really indie things i think of like um never look back oh okay uh, he also did I one th- um or like silence houses with scorsese yep you know like there's like he does these really intense ones but then he or, and like uh social network like that i don't know how it took me that long to say that but like but then he tries to be spider-man and as good as spider-man but like is like a way better actor so I feel like he's spent his entire career trying to figure out where his little groove is. I think you're right. And this this might be it. I get the trailer it. Yeah. looks incredible. Musicals. So <laughs> Musicals about thirty year olds in New York City. There you go. Hey, there's an there's a, there's there's an audience there. Yeah. You know? Thirty year olds in New York City. Exactly. <laughs> so that would take us to your number four, Josh. Yes. And my number four is Spencer. I'm oh. so looking forward to this movie. I can't even describe it. And just because I know what Chris, what um, Kristen Stewart is capable of. Not because yeah. I've seen her do anything that's like incredibly. It, it, she's. Ne- I've never seen her do something that's like really given me that confidence. But I just, I just know that there's yeah. something there with her, and I think that this is definitely going to be an Oscar bid for her. Maybe Pablo Lorraine. I don't, I don't know that much about his work. He did like Neruda and the yeah. club but i've never seen those films so i've no he's he's he does a lot of stuff uh foreign films so it's just yeah he's one of those like you, like given the type of movie this is you expect like a more established director behind him right or behind it like and it seems like it's delivering from a very very established director right you know it feels very um Yorgis there um of the favorite mm-hmm. which that i might my brain might just be doing that because it's a british film <laughs> no i think there's like stylistic similarities but like i'm getting totally away. but yeah no to- i totally agree with you yeah do you know a lot about diana and like that whole so honestly no i know i know generally about it but i did sure. not dive into it too much and I think that might be another reason why this is so intriguing to me because it's like, okay, I don't know much about this. I know of the situation and what yeah. happened and who these people are. But if I can learn about it through this vessel or this vehicle, I'm okay with that. And again, just judging by the trailer, it looks beautiful. It looks absolutely beautiful. And it's oddly timed too because of all the like controversy with the with the royal family and Meghan Markle and all that kind of stuff. I'm like, here comes like here comes a movie about this when it's Maybe not at the forefront of people's minds, but like, it, it's not like the last time you heard about Diana was 1997 or 1998, whenever she died. Right, right. You know, like it's, it's true. It's more topical than that. So totally, um, yeah. I think that movie. I think it's going to be great. Yeah, and I've heard like murmurings from Telluride that yeah, it's like regardless of what the film is, she gives a performance that's worth watching. That's the thing. I feel like I'm really excited about that because I feel like I've heard that somewhat across the board of like people who have seen these movies are just like, this movie's great. This movie is like the initial reception for house of Gucci has been amazing. Mm -hmm. The initial receptions for, uh, what was the other one I had in my head? Oh, there was, um, 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 
Well, both King Richard and The Power of the Dog. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huge, huge. People are like, wow. (laughs) Yeah. So that's your number four. That's my number four. Dispenser. And what's your number three? We're getting into the top three here, folks. Top three. And so my number three is Licorice Pizza because I love Paul Thomas Anderson. And again, I just – seeing it last night on the big screen, this was another one of those – trailers that i watched seeing bond yesterday in the mm-hmm. theater because i'd never seen it that that big oh yeah. man this is a movie you want to see in the movie th- like he does make movies for theaters yes and it's not like the christopher nolan makes movies for theaters type of thing like no he makes cinema for cinemas i feel like the way to it, like christopher nolan makes movies that belong in cinemas because of like their scope mm. and their size and pt anderson makes cinema movies because of their like presence and impact and like like it's like it's just like it like it's like a wall of sound that's like just like saturating your entire soul you're totally right as opposed to like explosions and like you know car chases etc you're totally right because even like if you think about just the cinematography in his films which is very specific Oh, it plays so much better on a big screen yeah. because it's so. I mean, he does all those crazy, like in Boogie Nights, the amount of like oneers in that fucking movie, yeah. where it's like, how is this scene still going? It's been five minutes and they haven't cut yet, and they truly yeah. don't cut because it's on film. It's like, okay, yeah, it's just made to be seen there. And I have yet to see. I think I mentioned this a couple weeks ago. I've yet to see a PTA film on the big screen. Yeah. So this will be my first one, and I'm excited. Ooh. I'm excited. <laughs> I'm gonna have to do a whole Paul Thomas Anderson marathon leading up to it, but um, I I can't I can't express how excited I am for this film. And even like before we knew anything about it, I was like, yeah, this is gonna be amazing. Like yeah. I'm just like I don't know who what's who's in it or what, but it's gonna be amazing. Well, and it's yeah, it's been one of those like that were just kind of like we haven't heard really much about it at all until like the no. first trailer dropped like, a couple weeks ago, like. Like, we didn't even oh, know yeah, the name. <laughs> there's this movie coming out. It's going to be, and like, it's, I said this earlier, but it's the same kind of thing. I was like, oh yeah, that movie's going to come along in like 2022 or 2023 years. So I, right. I know it's coming, but it's not, there's no right. reason to pay attention to it yet. Exactly. But here it comes. Yeah. It's like, oh no, here it is. And like, you know, uh, in November, like, are you kidding me right now? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So licorice pizza guys. That's, that's my number three. Number three from Josh. My number three is the matrix. Yes. I am so excited <laughs> for this movie. I can't like it's it's so massive. It like yeah. the, the scope, the people, the way it looks, like it's as much of a like cultural impact kind of thing, I think, as just like a movie industry impact. Yeah. Cause like the number of people that can just quote you random things from the Matrix, you know, like I know Kung Fu is part of like pop culture history, like Red pilling, like yeah, red pill, blue pill, like all the like the scenes in it, like I don't, know. and and it seems like a true to form revisiting of it, not like a cash grab. Yeah, I think there is a level to which it is a cash grab, but like it seems like Lana Wachowski would have said no if she didn't feel it, if she didn't know that there was more story to tell. Exactly, like there's no reason to come back if you don't have something yeah. else to tell. Yeah, like they know? could do more and be like, okay, yeah, like it's after 
and who knows, I feel like I'm just going to describe the plot now and feel stupid, but like, oh yeah, after like the piece at the end there, like there's like yeah. this whole Cold War situation or something that just like happens and blah, blah, blah. And like you could get into it, but I feel like this is going to be something that's more original set in this world and I cannot wait. Now, do you think it's going to be, because the Matrix, like the original Matrix was mm-hmm. kind of and I'm going to be completely throwing out something that I have no idea if it's true. That was one of the first like contemporary blockbusters, like in I terms would, yeah. of I would what, agree with that. Like action films, like that revolutionized everything. Yeah. I wonder, I mean, this seems like obviously it's going to be dealing with a lot of the same stuff because it from the trailer Neo yeah. doesn't know what the hell's going on. Yeah. So I wonder, I mean, how much of a rehash are we going to have? Or do you think it's going to be like, boom, into it, like he, he understands and then we're going to be, you know, doing something. Or is I it going to be like, oh, Neo, like I'm Neo, you're Neo, like this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be, I think the presumption going in will be that the viewer has seen all three other movies. Gotcha. Because I've caught a couple things in it there. I'm like, that wasn't a stat. Like there's a scene where they go through like a door that's like a bright white door and I'm like, that was something established, I think, in the second movie. They were like, oh, yeah, there's, like, back doors built into the Matrix where you can, like, go through that door and come out another door. So there's, like, established right. themes going on that, they're like, I think they're just going to say, like, yeah, this is part of the universe. But, like, I, I don't think that's what you're asking. I think you're, like, I don't think we're going to get, like, a similar, like, freeing Neo from the Matrix kind of thing. Mm. Gotcha. I think, I don't know, and this is kind of why I say, like, a Cold War kind of thing. I feel like it was, like he's going to be like the fully realized one. And then the machines found a way to sort of trick him once and like kept him sedated with the blue pills and whatnot. And it's going to be Uh. like the like, so I guess that's a similar kind of like freeing him from the grips of the matrix kind of thing, but like, but a whole different thing. Yeah. 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 Okay. Like no, no training necessarily. It's just like, there's like a God that lives (laughs) like in downtown in a penthouse downtown. And, you know, we just got to make sure he goes to therapy every week and gets his pills so he doesn't like tear down the whole thing where we can. Oh man, I'm so excited for this movie. Oh my God. I th- the one, I think the one scene, and then we can move on, but the one shot in that trailer that really gets me is when he's in the elevator and everyone's staring at like their iPads or their phones. And like he's kind of like, what's going on? I'm like, oh my God. Like the metaphor of like the machines are controlling us is like so much more pertinent now. I know. Maybe that's why Lana was like, we got to do this again, because yeah. people didn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> people have fallen because back into the Matrix. Because you're still, like... <laughs> Even more so than in 1999. Yeah, or yeah. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Matrix, guys. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> All right, so... That so, was your number three? Yep, yeah, so we're going to my number two. So Ooh, there are four go. movies left now, and there are a lot of things... <laughs> There are a ton of things that haven't come up. And I, w- I, yeah. <laughs> I don't know, but I'm willing to bet that at least one of our two remaining ones is the same movie. Guaranteed. Like, absolutely guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a pretty good bet. So, like, this is wild, the number of things they, like, didn't, we didn't even talk about. But again, this is, if we went, if we made a list of what do we think is going to be up for Oscars, totally yeah. different list. Oh, yeah. Completely different. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so my number two, my number two, and this surprised me. My number two Ooh. is Spider-Man: No Way Home. Okay, 
All right. I thought when I like when you when we first considered doing this, I'm like, all right, well, my number one is Spider Man because like who is not <laughs> fucking jacked about Spider Man? And then I was going through it and like and like once I tell my number one, well, but I was like, it. My number one was a surprise to me. I'll put it that way. But like, yeah. How can you not anticipate this movie? It's Spider. Like the hype about it has been going for years. I have a Spider Man Funko, like literally in my <laughs> screenshot right now. Like. I, Spider-Man, like, I grew up on, like, the 90s animated show, um, which I, I read a theory the other day that, like, not in No Way Home, but in Into the Spider-Verse 2, they'll have the animated character from, like, the 90s Spider-Man, which would be the greatest fucking thing. Because, like, that show, for those of you that remember that show but don't know anything about what's going on, that show got canceled after its, like, fourth or fifth season or something, and, like just ended on a huge cliffhanger. Like they got through one major part and then they're like, all right, we're going to go do this whole other part. And then it stopped. And I remember like 10 year old Willis being like, what the fuck is going on? (laughs) Like, why is this? Why? Why is there not more story? Right. (laughs) Oh, so so I would die if that happened, but pick um, up almost like, yeah. And this, again, this is into the spider verse too, where it's like more animated and, you know, sure. uh, Sure. But like, yeah, wow. so like Spider-Man, that was my OG education in Spider-Man and Marvel superheroes as, as a whole. And yeah, I mean, you can't beat the hype around No Way Home. The, the potential for other franchises, for it re-kicking off other franchises. Yeah. I'm hyped for this as a movie and I'm hyped for this as to like what it means for the like film industry as like a film yeah. viewer, but then also as like kind of as like the host of pixel splitters. Cause it's like, yeah, what this movie is going to do. The industry is something we're going to talk about on this. Oh, we're going to talk about it. Yeah. yeah. Because if we suddenly have three different Spider-Man franchises going on and people get to a point that they're like, okay, I don't care anymore. <laughs> then we're getting like another Pierce Brosnan bond movie. True. You know what I mean? Then it's like, Oh wait, we can just revisit this shit. And like people yeah. will go. So true. Oh my god, yeah. Yeah. So Spider-Man number 2. Crazy. I can't be overstated. I mean, it it's 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 a movie that regardless of of what you think about the MCU, it's unprecedented. Like this movie shouldn't exist and that and for that fact alone. Like it's just And oh I feel like god. this movie, like weirdly, this movie's going to be about a third MCU. Yeah. Oh, it's true. Yeah. Literally. Oh my god. That's crazy. Wow. I didn't even think about that. We're about oh to get God. a whole bunch of characters that have no idea what's happened in the MCU. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh then Marvel God. set this up is absolutely crazy. Well, the fact that they didn't plan it and still set it up is incredible. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's move to Josh's number two. What's your number two, Josh? My number two is the French Dispatch because ah. I love Wes Anderson from the bottom of my heart. He does. He's never made a film that I didn't absolutely love. And this is just another one. I... I it's weird because I don't have any connection to this story. Like it's, it's about basically it's like an anthology story of like three different stories, which he does sometimes. He'll just do a story inside a story, but it's basically like, um, it's about like an American, it's like a fictional American newspaper yeah. company. And in like the, the turn of the 20th century and in, in, it's in like American newspaper company in France. Yeah. It's just the weirdest thing, which I'm like, perfect. That's exactly he, his yeah, alley. That's his jam. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And of course, like the biggest ensemble cast, I'm not even going to go through any of the names because it's yeah. just everyone you've well, ever heard of. Yeah, all all of Wes Anderson's the like, usual suspects. Films yeah, <laughs> are, are a massive 
conglomerate of movie stars but exactly and it's all the people you know and love plus like chalamet who's in f- literally everything this year everything whatever it's wild. He's, he's killing it probably won't win an oscar till he's like 70 but you know <laughs> this is how it goes <laughs> oh god we have this like another 40 50 years of timothy chalamet you know he people love him people love him i'm i'm cooling on him i'll but. put it i'll put it this way another 30 to 40 50 years of timothy chalamet before he figures out what he has to do to win an oscar yeah like <laughs> yes that's before like he a, just that's does a that one performance <laughs> uh, yeah that's a wild career it really is it really is um so yeah, uh, the French Dispatch, Wes Anderson. Uh, I believe this comes out relatively soon. I think it's the same weekend as Dune, so that's going to be twenty second. Yeah, hell of a weekend for me. Um, yeah, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I I just think that no matter what stylistically and in terms of direction and story, it's going to be exactly what I'm looking for. And I just mm-hmm. need more Wes Anderson. I mean, I don't think the last thing he did was either the Isle of Dogs or the Grand Budapest Hotel. And be, both of those were at least three to four years Ooh, ago. Yeah. I want to say Isle of Dogs was later. I think also, you're right. I would not be surprised if I was completely wrong. Either way, it's been years, and I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking for something else. It's, that's kind of the theme with these directors that we're talking about. Yeah. It's been across years. across the board, right? Like, I mean, we're looking at Paul Thomas. Which has been like, he did Phantom Thread in yeah. 2015, maybe? Yeah. We're looking at, I guess Ridley Scott's done a few things. Um, yeah, but Guillermo but, del Toro. Yeah, del Toro hasn't done anything. Um, yeah, Anderson. Last night in Soho. The Witch- Lana. I mean, Edgar yeah. Wright. It's yeah. just been, and this is pre pandemic, pre twenty nineteen. Yeah, like yeah, they hadn't yeah. Done this anything. has been like a, a while on everything. Um, yeah, which is interesting. But we don't get a yeah. Tarantino this year. Yeah, we don't get a Scorsese this year. That's yeah. interesting. Like we don't get the Ooh, usual. I wonder if there's a cycle on this stuff. Hmm, I didn't think about that. We get a that'd Spielberg be a this weird year. thing to. Yeah, we got a Spielberg. Hmm, interesting. That's an interesting thought. That is because I never really thought about that before. But yeah, so French Dispatch is my number two, and that brings us to your number one, Josh, which has to be Spider Man. It has to be Spider Man Far From Home. I mean, I, again, I don't feel good about it because I'm not. After Endgame, I was like, cool. I don't have to be this excited for MCU yeah. again, and then they freaking do this. To and me. then you do, yeah. You you get Alfred Molina in the first trailer, okay? Yeah. Well, I'm in. I'm a hundred percent in now. Um, and regardless of if Toby and Andrew show up, I think they will, just because I'm. Toby said yeah. he was in it, but uh, <laughs> it's it. Well, but I I feel like the question at this point becomes like, to what level are they in yeah. it? Yeah. Is it going to be like a thing where like, oh, we spill all of these characters like into the mcu world and then like have to figure out what to do until like to fight them off and then we get like an end game style thing of like portals opening and andrew mcguire or andrew mcguire andrew, <laughs> andrew garfield and Tommy mcguire like walk through and it's like yeah t'challa yeah <laughs> yeah 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 kind of it, it very well like, could and that's the thing it's like who knows it just having their names be attached to something like this yeah. is 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 reason enough to go. I will and, say, I, I hope we get more because I hope we get interaction between these Spider Men. Oh, it has to. You I know feel what I mean? Like it has to. Like because I'm like they each have their own kind of style for it. I would love it if it got fucking really crazy and you got like, um, what's his name who played uh, 
Peter B. Parker in and um, what's his name? He's from New Girl. Nick. Oh yeah. Um. Oh my God. I know. Um, Jake Johnson. Oh my God. Jesus, How? it's like the most normal name too. How? That's probably why. Um, yeah, I, it would be dope if just like Jake Johnson came through in a Spider-Man costume too, and we got like a weird like, oh, this is a tie-in too. I don't think that'll happen, but but you can anything literally yeah, at this point anything's possible. Nothing. So you can, we can get Spider Pig like exactly. <laughs> or I think so, I said that before that I wanted uh, Spider Noir with Nick Cage just in his full Nick Cage. Oh, that um, would be. That'd oh be my dope, God! But and Nick Cage will do anything for no money. So yeah. Bring him in. I was gonna say, like, I, it, to to go back, like, and part of me almost feels like we should do like an Oscar noms one of these now because I'm like, Pig man, I want like I haven't seen Pig yet, but like I, watching the trailer, you're like, this is a performance. This is yeah something real. Um, yeah, but no, I I agree with you on the yes. Oscar nom one of these. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's my number one most anticipated movie. I I, it just by sheer fact that it exists yeah. has to be for me and again i don't think this is going to be the best marvel movie even but yeah. i have to see i i'll be there opening night i have to see what it's happens. a phenomenon that like you could write books about how it could possibly have happened yeah it's cinema history whether you like this the mcu or not like the fact that people can be excited that, about something that potentially has 20 years of films built into it yeah it's crazy it's, it's crazy. crazy. It's insane. And it's and it's the crazy thing, not the crazy thing, but a crazy part of this is you are dealing with three different, not entire generations, but three different generations of children who grew up with Spider-Man. Like, I watched the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man. I was in my teen, well, I was in, I don't yeah. even know when I saw Andrew Garfield's ones, but I was, it was a different, I wasn't a child, definitely. Yeah. And then Tom Holland's like, no, I was an adult for Tom Holland, so that's yeah. different. But it's like there's a whole generation of kids who only know Tom Holland. And it's like, oh, the crowds at these theaters, man. It's going to be 30. It's it's going to be 20 years of people. Yeah, it's crazy. Oh, man. Uh, so what do you got, man? What's your number All one? All right. So did you, did you think that my number one was going to be Spider-Man? I thought it might be. And now I've got no idea. <laughs> I definitely thought it was going to be... Like, looking at this list, I'm like, it's going to be Spider-Man. But there's this one movie that as soon as I saw it, I went, oh! And I was like, well, that's going to be high. Mm. And then I compared it to everything else that it came across, and nothing beat it. Whew. And that's Ghostbusters. No shit! Ghostbusters after, I am so hyped for this movie. I had no idea this was going to be on your list. It's the weirdest thing, and I feel kind of weird because I'm like, oh, yeah, my top three are Ghostbusters, Spider-Man, and The Matrix. Like, what is this, like, 1999? <laughs> but That's awesome. I am I am so jacked for this movie. I think it looked like everything I've heard, like we were saying earlier, everything I've heard about this movie is that it's absolutely amazing, a yeah. perfect, like, homage to the original ones without being, like, crazy. And I, like, Ghostbusters is one of my favorite comedies of all time. That's um, incredible. And, yeah, like, from the first trailer there, I'm like, this seems to have all the same vibe. It's like, yeah, it's I, it just kicks me right in the nostalgia. Like, yeah. you know, it's it's perfect. And I compared it to, I thought The Matrix was going to be top for, for a while, and I was like, I want to see, I, I will be at Ghostbusters opening weekend. The, yeah. 
you know what I mean? And the rest of them, I was like, I want to see it, like, but I got to figure out when I got time. I'm like, I'm going to go, I'm going to go see Ghostbusters. Right. Ghostbusters is like, wow, this and is something. Ghostbusters Afterlife. Yeah. Ghostbusters yeah, yeah, yeah. Afterlife. I wonder, I didn't even like look into this at all. Ivan, Ivan Reitman. That's yeah. who directed it. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's the oh, son oh, of, of, um, no, wait, Ivan Reitman? No, no, no. Um, wait a minute. Oh, produced by Ivan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jason, yeah, Jason Reitman. Jason, yeah. I was going to say, produced Ivan did the, the Ivan, first. Who did I was the like, there's no ones. way he's doing this one. Uh, and Jason Reitman, his son, is <laughs> yeah. doing the uh, the sequel or the, yes. the reboot or whatever. Um, I think I'd say just call it a sequel. Yeah, and it's 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 going to be one of those, like, the nice thing here, too, and I, I suppose this is kind of spoilers, but, like, you look at the IMDb and it's, it's Finn Wolfhard, it's from from Stranger Things, it's McKenna Grace, it's Carrie Coon, it's Paul Rudd, but then like it's Sigourney Weaver, it's Bill Murray, it's Dan Aykroyd, it's Ari, it's Ernie Hudson. Like they're all in it, and it's not it's that bullshit from the other one where it's like, oh yeah, here's like a weird cameo of it to like nod to the old one where it's like Dan Aykroyd is like a cab driver in New York City. I'm talking about the one from a few years ago, the all yeah. woman cab. Yeah, it's like it's. It's like a legitimate tie into it, and you know, yeah, I can't, I can't wait, man. I'm so, I'm so on board. I'm so happy this is your number one. That's yeah. so awesome. It's good stuff. I, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for Ghostbusters. Although I wasn't like Ghostbusters was something I was introduced to later in my life, so it wasn't one of those things I was like, yeah. oh, this has crazy nostalgic sentimental value. It's a similar like, thing to me that I, th- as I have for Tick Tick Boom and like Ren and and John Larson, like. Right. Ghostbusters is like a very dear thing to me. So I'm like, yeah. And like to hear that it's good is like, that's, I'm I'm, I'm bugging out over here. So, and what's the, what do we got for a release date on that? Uh, that one is, uh, 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 I think it's November, November 19th. Gotcha. Yep. Which is, woo, that's a, wow. That's a big weekend. That's a big weekend for you, my guy. Ghostbusters, (laughs) King Richard, come on, come on. And tick, tick, boom that weekend. Although tick, tick, boom, Netflix, I can just like, do Watch whenever. it whenever. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I don't have to make an eight o'clock showing. So. Exactly, exactly. Although you may end up doing it anyway. Yeah, true. Um, um Wow. That's so a, there that it was, is. That's a top that's that's a wild top ten for both of us, huh? That is a wild top ten. And I'm so glad that none of neither of us had the same number for at the anything. same point. Yeah. That yeah, was yeah, perfect. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I thought maybe we'd do it on um Eternals. Me too. I was like, because I didn't know where you were going to put that, but yeah. I was like, it's got to be on our top ten. It just has to be. Same with House of Gucci. I'm like, ah, who knows? Yeah, like we'll <laughs> both be in there, but like, it's interesting because I feel like even like though we talk all the time, like I would if if I if you had said pick what I'm going to put on here and put it in order, I I don't think I would have been anywhere close. No. Yeah, for me, for you too. I could have gotten yeah. some of them just because we talk about those movies, but sure. your top three, yeah, no, there's no way. All right, uh, you want to roll through the honorable mentions here? Yeah, so I have a few, and like this is ones that I'm just like I feel like I have to mention this because I'm like, this is fucking movie. Um, so I have three honorable mentions here, um, mm-hmm. and then I feel like we should do one of just like look at nobody picked this fucking movie. It's um, huge. <laughs> yeah. So, well, okay. One of my runners up is Last Night in Soho. Uh, which mm-hmm. I think I said that when we were talking about it, of I am 100% there and I'm going to see it. I'm just like, the subject matter, I'm like, yeah, okay. 
Yeah. Like, I will see that at some point. I'm not lining up opening weekend. Yeah, that's not opening weekend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, my second runner-up is The Power of the Dog. Yeah. Um, which looks absolutely incredible. Yeah. Benedict. I don't know that... I don't know if I, I can get my head around him with, like, not a British accent. Because even in, like, Doctor Strange, I'm like, okay. But, like, you're... He's still you're a sorcerer, like... Yeah. Like, <laughs> he's got British little isms. vaguely British, yeah. yeah exactly. Um, but this is, like, this is him as a, um, a cowboy. Yeah. And, like, a creepy-ass cowboy. Yeah. Which, this is directed by... Um, Jane Campion. Yeah. Which we haven't seen, we haven't heard from her in a very long time. Yes. I mean, like, we're talking, like, the the piano and things like that. Like, this has been a long time. This is another one that's like, here's, this is, where has she been for X years? Like, yeah. Like a world-class filmmaker. Like, <laughs> this is going to yeah. be, this is going to be like a haunting movie, I feel like, that where you're just like. Yes, definitely. And I've heard from Telluride that this is another one that's like, whew, this yeah. is a movie. This is a good, fantastic yeah. movie. <laughs> um, and then the other honorable, or do you want to do your honorable mentions, or should I do all three of mine? You, you can do your three. We don't have okay. a, a like a yeah. Order, uh, my, so. my my other honorable mention runner up is the tragedy of Macbeth mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Joel Cohen. Like this is going to be a powerhouse. I like. I want to be super into it again, but like it, it just it, this would have been my number eleven, I think. Yeah, um, because I'm like right there but i'm kind of like i don't know i feel like i was a little burned not burned because it wasn't bad but like the last Macbeth with michael fassbender yeah which is absolutely gorgeous but i'm like oh yeah it's literally like just the shakespeare play which has been done six or seven times now right so they didn't bring anything new to the table per se (laughs) yeah it's a weird thing doing like straight at adaptations of shakespeare stuff because it's like like why is it necessary yeah and so many people like are going to know exactly what it is going in. So exactly. And this is what Denzel and Francis McDormand, Denzel like. and Francis McDormand. <laughs> and like, Come on. Said, like Francis McDormand has won two of the last four Academy Awards for best actress. So it's like, which is unreal. Like for those who don't follow the Academy, that is so fucking hard to do. Yeah. Like it's near impossible. <laughs> it's insane. And it's like, yeah, she's like the go-to more than like, arguably more than like, Kate Blanchett or something like she's the go-to talent actress. So like, like anything Helen she does, or something. yeah, like, <laughs> like anything she does is going to be just like golden. So yeah, hundred percent. Um, so those are those are my three runners up last night: Soho, Macbeth, and The Power of the Dog. Yeah. So my three are two of them are the same. Well, I'll, I'll give you four because I I have All so right, many. yeah. Give me as many you want because like there's if, if you don't. If you don't say a couple in this, I feel like we're going to have to talk about them anyway. It's true. It's true. So Tragedy tragedy of Macbeth is on there. Power of the Dog is definitely on there. Um, I want to throw in there King Richard just because mm-hmm. I am so... I'm, I've been waiting for Will Smith to yeah. make a serious bid at an Oscar because he hasn't. He really hasn't. I mean, it's weird looking at his IMDb because... It's not yeah. great. Yeah. It's really not great. I mean, in terms of films that I love from him, two maybe? And uh, like Men in Black is on there. Yeah. Like there's nothing that he's done that is, a, I don't know if I want to say that, but it, uh, like there's nothing that he's done that's been like a super Oscar bid thus far. 
I think that's I think that's fair to say. Maybe the only one I I like Ali. maybe a little is Ali. Yeah, yeah, uh, which is like the Michael Mann. Yeah, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like a majority of his career is popcorn. Yeah, I mean he did what like uh, After Earth. He did yeah. um, that one where he played himself and himself. Yeah, what was uh, it called? Gemini Man. Gemini Man. Yeah. Like he's been on a ru- he Suicide Squad. He's been on a run of yeah. just absolute trash movies, blockbusters. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's weird because I like bright. I, was, I mean, come on, right? Yeah, like, I come on, dude. Of Will Smith, I feel like was like the last like truly name bankable actor because sure. like it used to be like in the nineties, it was like yeah, you could put him in anything. And yeah. everyone would go see it. That's what made Men in Black successful. That's what made bad like Boys, Independence, Independence Day and Day. Bad Boys. Like that's what made those things successful. Um, and he's kind of, I think, like the tragedy of the shift in the industry. Of like, yeah, he's still like a good actor, but his name isn't enough to pull things in anymore. Yeah. So his like somewhat inability to select things that are going to have a general appeal, like is problematic for him. Um, the other mm-hmm. one, I'll throw the pursuit of happiness in there. Um, which it's a good he, movie. Was, he was good in, um, but like he was good. It was fine. Like, I don't think of that as like a massively fantastic, amazing movie. Yeah. How often do you throw the pursuit of happiness on? Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and like, I like Hancock kind of like, there's yeah. things that I, I, he's whenever he's in a movie, he's good in it. Yeah. That's just how it is. He doesn't choose the best films. That's just where it is. And I, I'm hoping that this is his return. <laughs> yeah, I think this this definitely gets him an, a nomination. If not, it'll be interesting considering we just were like, yeah, I don't know. Who are the big players in, in lead here? Will Smith seems to have like the, the, the head there. He just might. And again, this is not, it's, it's dealing with subject matter that I'm not super familiar with. I'm not a big sure. tennis guy. Yeah. Um, obviously, he's playing Richard Williams, who's the father of Venus and Serena. So we've got a huge, it's, it's going to be something regardless. And I think there are a lot of people out there who know that story that are going to be pulled in from that. Because I don't know it either, but oh, like, yeah. I think it was a pretty, pretty big story when it was going around. 100%. And I also want to throw out I, Nightmare Alley's on mine as well. We already talked about that. Um, I do want to put in The Last Duel just because <laughs> Yeah, I'm excited for that. I don't know why it's growing on me. The more I hear about it, the more I'm like, oh, damn, I kind of really want to see this movie. I, yeah. Regardless of if it's going to be good or not, I'm I'm excited to see I will be seeing this in theaters. I'm excited to see it. This The Last Duel, I'm excited. The Last Duel, <laughs> this is like not reflecting well on me, but like this has the potential to be one of those movies that I put on when I've had like one beer too many. <laughs> and then I just like rage hate the entire movie because I'm like, oh. <laughs> I can like I look at this trailer and I know I'm like I have to be in the right mindset going in to be like yeah I'm going to accept the idea of Matt Damon in this role and Ben Affleck <laughs> and Ben Affleck and Ben Affleck is just going to be Ben Affleck hanging on a throne there but like exactly with blonde hair <laughs> yeah I'm gonna like <laughs> like Matt Damon I gotta be like okay like yep I buy this I'm in if I'm like not into it I'm gonna hate that movie. Um, yeah yeah but it's <laughs> really like, scott again yeah it's a very delicate movie to to time but um exactly so that's that those are my uh runners up for for the list and they go in no particular order yeah um so all right so didn't make either of our lists even a little bit um dune dune i 
I, I just. I mean, I, I don't have a huge connection to the Dune franchise. No. I have a little bit of a weird taste in my mouth with Denise Villeneuve. Same. Uh, because of his comments about like, oh yeah, Marvel movies are copy paste, and I'm like, literally, you're like you're remaking Dune. And you did a sequel to yeah. <laughs> yeah, and 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 I like so I I love him like I love Arrival. Um, I Enemy. love a lot of his work. And yeah, Blade Runner twenty. 20- 49 i was lukewarm on i was like didn't do it for me yeah it, it feels like you're like look at all look all these things that you remember from the other one and didn't have a a real and like gorgeous because it's roger deakins and i was gonna say yeah. deakins won that movie like <laughs> yeah yeah like it, the the deakins cinematography of that movie kind of uh gave it more credit than i think it was really due but but yeah dune i'm like i i want to be excited for it there's no reason i shouldn't be yeah but it's kind of and like my interest in it has faded. When it, when Same. the trailers first came out, I was like, "Oh my god, look at this cast!" Like, yeah, like I wish I had a beard like Oscar Isaac's. Like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> strong beard game in that movie. Yeah, Jason Momoa. Yeah. yeah. Although I I recognized the other day when I was watching a trailer, this there's part where he has a beard and part where he doesn't. So I don't know what's up with that. Ooh, shifts um, in time, perhaps. Yeah. No, I'm in the same exact spot as you, man. I it's 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 a beautiful sci-fi based on like. A, like a legendary series. So there's no reason why I wouldn't be into this, but I think it's like, we talked about James Bond. I think we're just like, who cares? Just get it out. We've been seeing these trailers well, for two years now. Just what I was just going to say, I feel out. like Dune has unfortunately found itself in a arena with a lot more, lot like a lot stiffer competition than it was expecting. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause I'm like, if I'm picking the movie, like, I mean, we just did it. If I'm picking the 10 movies I'm going to see this year, Dune's not in the top 13. Didn't even make our runners up, for God's yeah. sake. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. Interesting. Very interesting. And we're going to see it, but it's not like yeah. I'm not yeah. rushing. I mean, it it's going to be, yeah, it's going to be one of those. But And I wonder, I mean, we, we just talked about um, the fact that all of these films, like a lot of the big ones coming out this year that weren't teased in 2019, they just drop the trailer and then the movie's coming out in three months. And then here we go. Yeah. That's probably working so much in their favor because of stuff like Top Gun yeah. and Dune and No Time to Die where it's like, okay, how many more trailers can I see for Top Gun? Like, I just, well, I straight yeah, up am not going to see that anymore. Like, I'm not going to theaters to watch that. <laughs> yeah. It's it's interesting. I'd be, I, I'd have to dig through and see like how many of these actually were COVID delayed. True. Because I'll bet plenty of them. You know, there's yeah. definitely a level to which these were like, this is so robust right now because we got a bunch of delays, but it's so true. How many is, is questionable. Um, cool. Wow. Wow. Crazy. Look at that. Yeah. <laughs> All movies, the whole All podcast them. guys. Yes. I feel, it feels weird to do recommendations now. Cause we, yeah, we just, I guess we haven't that. seen any of these movies. <laughs> so it's we can't true. Really... True. So any other movies you want to talk about here or do you want to just go into our, uh, I mean, not really. Uh, yeah, we, we, we went over relatively everything I wanted to talk about. Like, Yeah, there are some that I'm like, oh, these will be Oscar contenders, but we'll save that for the next one. Exactly. Well, wh- who knows? We might do another one of these because yeah. there's a lot more stuff coming out. <laughs> so, yeah, let's just let's just get let's get right into the recommendations. All right, cool. Do you want to go first? You want me to go sure. first? I will go first. Um, cool. My recommendation is this week is a film from 2011 called the intouchables the intouchables the intouchables yes it was i believe it was a french movie 
Okay. Starring Francois Colzette uh, and Omar Sy, who Omar Sy you'd probably know. Yes. Um, his career has kind of grown uh, since then. But this is a, a film from 2011, like I said, uh, where Omar there um, becomes sort of the caregiver to a old, rich paraplegic who can't really move his arms or legs. And it's it turns into this whole kind of great story of the two of them kind of, you know, discovering each other's worlds and becoming more versed in what it means, you know, what a different world means for each person. And it's, it's a really good movie. Um, it has a soft spot in my heart because it's the first movie me and my wife ever watched together. Aww. It was remade a few years back starring Brian Cranston. And Kevin Hart. I, that's what I was about Hart. to ask. Is that what that yes, movie is? Yeah. It is. Um, the French one, the original, is so much better. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's just, it's so full of heart. And it's, it's one of those, uh, we were saying this earlier uh, off pod, but it's one of those movies that you kind of forget you're watching subtitles after a little bit because it is in French. Right. Um, but uh, it's it's really good. It means it's engrossing. It means it gets you. Yeah. Pulls you in. Yeah. Damn, well, I got to add that. Is that on Netflix? Um, I believe so. Let me look here. Because I will add that to my queue. It was for the longest time. It is. It is. I just checked. Okay. Perfect. Yep. Netflix. All right. Got to add that to my list. I'll watch that over the Kevin Hart one. There you go. <laughs> one can only hope. Yes. And what do you got, Josh? And I have, uh, keeping with my October theme, I've got another horror movie this this week. And uh, it's Jennifer's Body, which yeah. is a 2009 film directed by Karen Kusama, which I did not give a fair shake back in 2009 when I saw it. I did not understand this film correctly, nor was it marketed correctly. Did you ask me about this film last week off pod? Or I think it's possible. I've talked to you about this I think Jess asked me about this a couple days. Has something happened with this movie that it's in the news? Ooh, I don't know about that. I just rewatched it like last week. That's the only reason I'm talking about it. Interesting. I think Megan Fox is having a huge renaissance, which is also great because she deserves it. But no, this movie was, uh, I mean, it's a great time. I, 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 on Letterboxd, my review of it is this movie kicks so much ass because it seriously does. It's, yeah. it's literally a play on all the, the horror tropes that you come to know and love and just turns them on their heads. And it was like, if you weren't around and like conscious of films in 2009, this sure. film was not marketed as what it is, which is basically a comedy film where Megan Fox just kills a bunch of boys, which is hilarious. It's hilarious. It's just hilarious. Yeah. Um, it's, it, it was marketed as like a horror film with Megan Fox as like the draw for young guys. Yeah. Which I'm like, that's as, uh, sure? it was just short, just post like her in Transformers, Transformers run. And it just was like her the, whole sex object in that kind of exploitative yeah. thing, which yeah. sucks because this movie is again, it's, it's, um, yeah, it. She deserves way more credit than than everything that she's gotten. Um, Amanda Seyfried is also in it, and yeah, I think you should watch it. It's streaming on Amazon Prime right now, and go in with an an open mind. It's very early two thousands, which is hilarious. <laughs> yeah. Like the emo punk bands, it's just it's incredible. Adam Brody is in it. It's it's a good time. Um, but yeah, be prepared for what you're what you're in for. It's definitely gory, and it's not like scary, but there's yeah. some you know disturbing elements to it. But but yeah, guys, Jennifer's Body, please, give it another go. So that is a lot of movies we've talked about. That's a lot of movies, more yeah. than ever before. Yes, um, but I feel good about it. I yeah. am super excited for this season. Um, yeah. 
And yeah, I guess that'll that'll bring us home. That will bring us home for sure. You mentioned Letterboxd there, but uh, tell us all the places people can find you online, Josh. People can find me pretty much anywhere. You can find me on Instagram at Josh J. Fuller. You can find me on Twitter at Josh Fuller 33. Fuller is spelled with no E. I might need to change that. I don't know. It seems like a mouthful. (laughs) I feel like I pointed it out and you've never gotten over it it's okay you know i'll get over, i'll get over it in you know on our 300th pod or sure. something like that um you can also find me on letterbox just just at josh fuller um and where can people find you willis uh you can find me on instagram and twitter at willis film uh, i am also on letterbox i think i was i i almost wrote another review yesterday <laughs> for what um, jumanji 2 uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah jumanji three or four i don't know uh i honestly don't remember um i believe my handle on that is baron von willis awesome. uh, which is one of my gamer handles um it might also be willis film so try both um and then You'll you find can it. find uh the podcast you can find us on instagram at pixel splitters on instagram at pixel split pod on twitter and yes. at pixel splitters on letterboxd yes where we have all of our recommendations and we'll have to do a special list for everything we just did now it's true. Our top tens. We're going to have to. There you to. go. Top there it ten is. Of late 2021. Yes. So check us out everywhere on the yes. internet. And that'll bring us home. Yes. We're home now. And, Good uh, talking to you, Josh. Dude, I'm psyched too, for man. these movies. Yes, me too. And we're going to be talking about them a lot more as we see bunch. them. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, and yeah. So go see a movie, dear listener. Go to the theaters. Yeah. Turn on Netflix. However you want to consume it. Consume. These movies... It is a great, great three months for movies. Watch Squid Game, you know? Yes. Also true. <laughs> Not if a movie, you haven't already? Yes. That, that show is Yeah. Great. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right, man. Well, this has been a fun uh, exercise. We should do yeah. it more often. Absolutely, man. And I will talk to you next week. You as well. And uh, thanks for listening, guys. Bye.